Good evening, good evening, everyone. Good afternoon, good day, whatever works for you. I'm here, and we haven't forgotten you. I know it's been, I don't know, a couple of weeks, few weeks, actually. Uh, last episode was in February. But we are going to try to get back on podcasts. Just a lot of it going on. We chose to talk about our current series uh, this episode. So make sure you're ready for that. Like us, follow us, subscribe to us. We're available on multiple platforms, including Facebook and Spotify and Google. So enjoy the episode. Just the layers, man. How do you feel about that game in general? Like, this game has been up and down. Defensive agreements took forever. You've personally been on the defense all game. Yeah. Like I said, everyone is rivaling you. And everyone is cussing me out. Because I've had three empires cuss me out for no reason. I mean, I agree, though. It does feel like, like pool to some degree. Because, like, me and you both have a defensive agreement. So everyone's getting more friends to help them. Being the Model 16 was actually hilarious in that last uh, game. Uh, the, the, the last session before today's session. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> Because I mm -hmm. was trying to avoid the bulk of their fleet because I was weak. I finally reinforced. I have 30 plus K. Now we've got the Khan, the Model 16, the Zackpot. So we're on a three-front war. At least, at least we have the friend of the league that was protecting you. Which, by the way, I had no idea they were still backing me. Hey, I don't I, understand how you press a vacillation claim against me and then decide to still back me. Well, I mean, it's more like, like independence guarantee, like, in terms of AIs, is kind of weird. But, yeah, it, it, it basically is them saying, you need protecting, I want to be your friend. Which I think is ironic, because I think they're materialists. Yep. <laughs> But I also think they don't want to be on your bad side right now because you're touching each other. But I mean, that's why they also vassalized, offered vassalization to you. But. Mm -hmm. Hey, if they want to help out in this war, that is absolutely fine. The question is know whether why? they'll actually help out, though. They have 20 some odd K, but they have to actually move the fleets for us to know that they're helping. I, I, I want them. I want them up north as soon as possible. It would definitely help. Because yeah. I gotta put all my attention on the con. I've already told you that in game. I was just like, you know, this con, I'm sorry to put your plans on hold. I'm gonna fight here. And then your reply <laughs> was, well, we were going to do this to the Zach Pot, but if they want war, so be it. And then the Zach Pot declared war on you. <laughs> 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 Zach about basically was just like, hey, we do want the war. Screw the con. Oh, man. 
I the way I read the way I read that though is literally just like what uh, the the uh the Ethri is going to war with a Khan. Oh, look. The Centaurians are going in the opposite direction. Fuck that. <laughs> Press. <laughs> and then there's like, oh yeah, he had another friend. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm not sure what's what's worse and stuff like that. Going to war with me and getting punched by the Ethri. Or going to war with me and getting punched by the League. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a defensive pact with him. He just kind of just went, Oh, you need Yeah, help? I'm going to protect you. Yeah, like, I didn't even invite him. He was just like, he just showed up. <laughs> yeah, I'll be curious to see how it goes out. Like I said, if the AI actually helps, great. Now, to be fair... Uh, the Shantari were constantly trying to join my fleets when I was fighting the Marish. So, it's very possible the AI will be moving his fleets. It just, you know, we, we had to end it before that we saw anything happen because the timing was just so perfect. Oh, we're gonna, we may be going to war today. War is declared. Stream over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, uh, and I'll have to say this, I'm finally going to tell you, like, I don't know if you picked up on any of the hints that I mentioned in that, that when I said hint, hint earlier, but I'm, I've been very close to becoming the player crisis, but it's just like, I don't want to fight everybody right now. I don't want to fight everybody right now. Oh, look, I'm in a war. <laughs> <laughs> so oh I, man I, I, I have the ability I have the dark matter mining I have two spots for dark matter so I'm building it up but I, I'm just still small right now I just hope I hope my fleets can uh, hold off what little of the con throws at me mm-hmm because that's what I think is what helped us in our previous wars. Every time we've been in war, our AIs have decided to be like, hey, I'm going to send a small fleet. Hey, I'm going to send a small fleet. So we've been able to just break them down little by little by little. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Who do you think has more action right now? The 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 Stellaris game that we've you've been on a defense all 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 series long, or Jurassic? I was War. gonna go on the I was gonna go on the offense. <laughs> they just beat me to it. Well, hey, now like, you could probably like, still liberate them. <laughs> you might still. Have I can, but it's fucking stressful. Like I mean, as, as as like is that the war goal you chose? Because I think you could still choose it when they fight you. Yeah, yeah. I chose to impose ideology. I was like, fine. If you're gonna go to war with me, then yeah, I'm. I'm then I am gonna write down, impose ideology. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. But between the Stellaris series yeah. and our Jurassic World stuff, like, which do you think has had more action involved? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. 
it's it would be close. Cause yeah, our Jurassic World has required so much for park ratings and things like that to get you to other islands to meet to other chaos theories. <laughs> I would definitely say Solar uh, uh, Solaris has more going on for it. The only time it uh, something is really going on in Jurassic World is if my dinos fucking die or they get a disease or they eat each other. Yep, or they eat each other. I don't know if you saw that on on my stream, uh, mm -hmm. but my Velociraptors were hunting my other dinosaurs because <laughs> the Compensagus, and I'm gonna pronounce that all messed up. It's absolutely hilarious. It likes every single dinosaur, and every carnivore also likes Compensagus. But apparently, it's because they like to eat them. <laughs> like, I saw the hunt message, and I'm like, I thought you liked each other. And then I literally watched the Rass Raptor flip it up in the air and eat it whole. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, so that's why you like that. Let's move you over here now. <laughs> How's that other side going for you, though, too? Like, I know that was a game I told you that I, I feel like you would been the great person for that. Just, like, I don't know why. Between the theme and it always being a daughter, you always talked about daughters in, in fantasy. So, like, I always felt like it was a great game for you after watching it a couple times. I I like it, and I'm getting the hang of it. Slowly... I like the concept. I like the trailer. Um, but it's, I'm not going to lie. It's a grind. It's a grind. Like Jurassic World? No, not a grind like Jurassic World. That's completely different. I mean, they're both grindy. Taking forever to get to park rating five <laughs> or four. Even four was hard for me last week. <laughs> but yes, I'm sure it was a different type of grind, but it's still tedious. I'm sure you, you like. There have been moves and actions you've taken that I haven't agreed with every single time, but there are also some that I thought you did really good with. You know, it's like yeah, I would have mm -hmm. done that. <laughs> like I said, I'm I'm finally getting the um. I'm finally getting the the turn system. The only other thing that's really, really fucking with me is when um, monsters use attacks that cause initiatives to go out of whack. Out of whack. Then it like fucks up the turn order and stuff well, see, like that. I've noticed is like when like several of those monsters have those like intercepts or those delayed actions um those you know when you run into a lot of those and, and that's a repetitive thing like that's their primary i'm going to say it but that's their primary thing that they always do on their turn they always set up a delayed action or they always set up an intercept to shoot you in 30 initiative when you're up against those that's when you really need to decide when to burst because burst really screws up your initiative <laughs> yeah 
But I'm sure well, you're learning uh, that. I'm uh, well. Burst, burst gives me anxiety. Okay. Because it, it's one of the things that frustrates me the most about the game is how do you decide if you burst and you kill enemies and several spawn in its place close to you and the ones that spawn close to you can literally just move to you and attack then how do you determine whether or not you should hold still or um attack because if you if you attack to kill then you're still stuck in that spot but if you double burst run away then you just gave not only the monsters that you didn't kill initiative but the monsters that you spawned next turn initiative. So that's the they get to move twice. Actually, yeah, like yeah, they'll get to move. They'll be able to move yeah. twice. It's just like okay, they got two turns to your one. <laughs> yeah, so it's like constantly a frustrating thing. Like the only wrong. the soul slingers. I agree. Every time you burst them, because it's usually because you're shooting four times. It's freaking great. <laughs> but some of the other classes that you burst, it's just like, eh, is it really worth the double move? On rescues, most of the time it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, I, I, you know, like I said, there are some times that I agree and sometimes I disagree. But, you know, we don't get to talk about the other side as much because I haven't played it. But, and I also haven't been catching every single stream. But... <laughs> still something to talk about you know talking about all of our current mm -hmm. series is you know we're both doing jurassic world for comparison's sake i have i definitely i think i definitely like evolution 2 over one uh like yes i haven't played one but watching you play one evolution 2 seems to have a lot more variety and then of course improve some other concepts like you know i'm trying to think of a couple but like the uh, response facility i can set up outposts and have them constantly f refilling feeders automatically you know but not mm -hmm. even feeders uh, i guess it is a feeder for the carnivores but but I, I, yeah <laughs> but it is an overall uplift too like the graphics are better but that's because it's evolution too of course they're better although there are some sequels that the graphics just don't indicate that it's a sequel. Eh. I, um... There are things I like about about 1 and 2. Separately. Well, go ahead and care to share, man. Like, told you what I liked. I like that Jurassic World 2 is... For all intents and purposes, a reserve, and it's almost, you know, free roam, almost. And, um, you know, it, it kind of hits home with, um, 
with what I first wanted to be when I when I grew up, which is a wildlife preservationist. So I think that's neat. What I don't like is how ultra specific the uh, mechanics require you to make the environment for the dinosaurs to behave properly. Um, that is kind of annoying. Well, I mean, I thought, uh, I thought one still required you to have some sort of scenery involvement. What's up? I thought, I thought Jurassic World uh, Evolution 1 also required some of that scenery involvement. You know, certain amount of water. Okay. Yeah, but that is Jurassic World, compared to Jurassic World 2, compared to Jurassic World 2, um, it's very, very simplified in one. It's water, trees, or no trees. Okay, I'll give you that. But okay, I don't I don't like, actually have herbivore feeders. Um Yeah, but that's also kind of annoying because how do you refill something that isn't a feeder? Uh well plants just kind of regrow man yeah but not that instantaneous <laughs> but yeah i don't know i just i like them both for for very different reasons but i also find them very annoying because it, it, okay, so in Jurassic World 2, it would be very, very fun to create a preserve for herbivores and carnivores all relatively in the same ecosystem. You know, but in, in Jurassic World 1, you can't really even do that with two carnivores unless they're the same species. And I, I just get really fucking annoyed in um in Jurassic World Evolution One because it it almost makes me feel like okay, if I want to make a carnivore park, if I wanted to make a park of just carnivores, then I would need to make a very, 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 very big space for the carnivores, and then I would just need to make small sections and basically just go section one raptors section two the deanthuses um section three a tyrannosaurus rex section four and just separate all of them i mean i'm doing that in evolution like, too like there's you're not wrong like, even in evolution too carnivores still have to be separated because they all have that dislike carnivores So it just it, it takes away some of the immersion knowing that like when when I bought Jurassic World Evolution 1 I didn't want to create a zoo That's not what I wanted to do Okay but when you buy Jurassic like, Park is that not what Jurassic Park is a, a zoo for dinosaurs n No 
uh, many scientists would would actually disagree with you that it is not a uh, a place for kids. <laughs> you're, you're true, you know, but it's, you know, it's, th- I'm just when saying. you think of a zoo, it's a place for kids. Mm, not always. Jurassic Park. If you watch the movies, Jurassic Park is a place where scientists go to talk about the evolution of prehistoric animals. Yeah, but, I mean, like, they also still had to separate everything. No, they didn't. In the movie, they literally had herbivores with, uh, they literally had herbivores with, um, carnivores. And the carnivores, you know, hunted herbivores, and they might have killed, like, one or two of them, but the dinosaurs still relatively laid eggs and reproduced, and you know it was an ecosystem. The only—I'll I'll be honest with you—the only dinosaurs that were actually gated off were the pterodactyls and the T. Rex. The rest of them were all free roam. And we all know how that turned out, yep. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's all about chaos it's what chaos 3 is walking me through is they're telling me hey we yeah. want to do this we want to do this they you know make sure they're comfortable like they do care about the comfort of the animals mm-hmm. that's the other benefit of evolution too is you're, you're getting that continued voice actor from the actual movies mm-hmm. same people that's that's always handy Let me tell you, that tedious perk reading, though. You're, you have troubles with it. I have troubles with it. I have multiple six-hour streams of me trying to get to that perk reading. I might actually piss away some money to actually just start increasing their life gene. <laughs> just so I don't have to deal with it. Well, just so I have to deal with it less often. Yeah. Because eventually, eventually, when I, when I, as I progress through the islands, they are going to tell me, hey, you need a five-star rating, and then I'm going to feel your pain, and I'm going to be like, well, if I'm going to fucking head towards this goal, I'm going to start fucking making dinosaurs that aren't going to die in four years. Yeah, because, I mean, I mean, what, some of your islands are requiring at least a rating three before you can move on. Mm-hmm. So you're part way there, but even even on the San Diego map I did, it wanted percolating four, and that was actually a lot harder than I thought it would be, um, compared mm-hmm. to needing a T T uh, T Rex and percolating five. Getting percolating five with a T Rex. No, actually, I'll, I'll be honest, the T Rex didn't actually cause the most of the problems. <laughs> the T Rex caused the problems in San Diego. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a lot going on. Um, I know. Not stream wise, I've been doing a lot of sim airport on my computer. Um, but honestly, I want to switch gears back to current series is Dark Souls that. That was a lot. Dark of, Souls. That was a lot of effigies. 
it should not have felt like the Sentinels. I, I really feel like it should not have felt like the Sentinels. <laughs> but I can honestly say half of the effigies were because of our mistakes. Like, rolling off this, rolling off that, and even rolling off the ledge before I even get to the boss. <laughs> half of our effigy usage were those mistakes. <laughs> so, so what? How are you feeling in terms of like what I've shared already? Uh, you know, backtracking to try to get the five effigies at Hyde's Tower, or um, you know, just trying to proceed and see if we come across any others in the next boss fight, which I believe is the um. Now I forgot. Uh, the Pit and Majula, the Rat, the Rat King. <laughs> the Pit and Majula? Uh, wait, wait. We haven't fought the Rat King yet. That's the next step, though. That's the next thing we gotta do. Oh, shit. I'm not even sure we can summon each other with that one. Because the last time we tried to summon each other over at the Rat King Authority and stuff like that, it didn't actually fire off. I don't think we've actually tried. You probably have to at least get to the bottom of the fucking pit. Okay, okay. Yeah, those have, um, all I know is uh, that place has big nasty fucking elephants in it. Yeah. Big nasty fucking elephants and dwarves. Uh, go back up here. Yeah, we did no man's war. We've done Hospital. We've done sinners. We've done huntsmen. I guess we could probably go that way. Uh, oh, I feel like we have. Yeah, we we definitely did Harvest Valley. Because that was uh, Iron Keep and, yeah. Grave of Saints. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> Gutter and the irony uh, with that is we're already level 100. These recommend level 65. So, like, I feel like we can get through them. But... Because <laughs> the Iron King recommended 80 to 90. So, we're going to be going back Tracking a little bit to go weaker, but I don't know, man. Like I said, I know, right. you know, in terms of getting effigies, our, our hope was Hyde's Tower, and I think we definitely need those. I just, I just hope I can summon you. <laughs> I just hope we can summon each other. We've both already beat, yeah, Dra we've already beat Dragon Rider, but there's still Dragon Slayer. 
Nonetheless, that's what's going on with our current series. Anything else on your mind, Mystic Beast? Not really. I've been pretty exhausted from work, guys. Well, we haven't done a podcast in a while, so that's kind of a recap of our current series. Uh, so just make sure you check out Discord uh and they've followed um for any future episodes <laughs>